0: All right. If you got a Bible, bust out your Bible. Uh, if you're taking notes or taking notes on your phone, uh, bust it out uh, real quick. Um, I'm going I'm to fly through some stuff today. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, prayer. We're going to talk about communication. Any of you ever felt for a moment in your life like, God, are you there? Okay. Have you ever had one of those moments? And Um, I know that I have, okay? Do I have anybody else in the room today where you're like, man, the rest of you are liars, okay? (laughs) You're all liars. Judgment's coming your way. Um, No, sorry. Listen, the truth is this. If you've served the Lord for any period of time, you know that the idea of, there's moments where you feel very, very close to the Lord, um, and then there's moments that you can feel like, gosh, you feel like a million miles away. And are you hearing me? Are you hearing me out? Um, If you haven't gotten to know me yet, that's okay. We'll get to know each other over time. But you'll find out something about me. And the, the thing about me is that I love to talk, okay? I love talking. I love communicating. I love Having conversation, I love just I could talk about anything. We could talk about the weather, we could talk about cars, we could talk about uh, you know the economy, we could talk about anything you want to talk about because I love talking. And um, the other day, uh, Jess texts me and uh, she gets all of Michael's our oldest son Michael's uh, Instagram stuff. So anything that's happening in the Instagram world, uh, she sees all of his posts, she sees all the comments, she sees everything, it all comes through her phone, and so uh, she called me up the other day, and she said, Jeff, um, you know, uh, there's this, like, uh, line of communication between Michael and a few of his friends at school um, about this girl, and I was like, really? I'm like, you know, my, my, my like, ears perk up, and I'm like, oh, really, what's going on there? And she's like, you know, this one boy has a uh, you know, like, message Michael, and he's telling Michael, like, hey, um, there's this girl at school, Ra- I think her name's Reagan, maybe Reagan, I don't know, something like that, but he's messaging, saying that they're going to go to Kings Island, and they're going to get pizza, and they're going to get ice cream, and then it was, like, a message to somebody else about how, you know, how is Michael going to respond to all this, so she's talking to Michael about all this, and then she sends me this text, Jess sends me this text, and she says, this is, I'll read the text to you, Michael says, mom why do you care so much about this girl okay she responds oh i just don't care so much about the girl i care about the boy that's giving you a hard time about it i wanted to make sure that you're okay He says, Mom, I'm totally 100%. Okay, that's any, like, boy's response, okay? And she said, that's fine, but she goes, I want you to know if there's ever anything in your life, you can come and talk to me and Dad about it. And this was Michael's response. Yeah, I know I can talk to Dad about anything, but I didn't want him to give me some deep conversation. It's not that big of a deal, okay? (laughs) Okay. And he goes, I didn't want to have a Mr. Brady conversation. <laughs> so that's my nickname sometimes in the house. Mr. Brady. Just will be like, oh, Mr. Brady's come out today, you know. So, but I love talking. I love communication. I love that God's given us the ability of communication. I love that God's given us the ability to, I think my mic is hot. Is my mic hot? Um, the ability to love. Through communication, the ability to be grateful through communication, the ability to show anger through communication, the ability to share ideas through communication. I love that God created us with the ability to communicate to one another. Okay, uh, go with me if you got a Bible. Genesis chapter 1. We're going to look at Genesis 1. We're going to look at Genesis 3. And then we're going to look at Mark 1. If you don't have a Bible, it's okay. We'll have it on the screen for you. But Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 27, it said, Then God said, Let us make humans, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, the wild animals of the earth, the small animals that scurry around the ground. Verse 27, then God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8 says this, When the cool of the evening breeze was blowing, the man and his wife heard God walking in the garden, so they hid from the Lord and God among them in the trees. And then Mark chapter 1, verse 35 says, Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and he went out to an isolated place to pray. Three truths I want you to see about our God that we're serving. And we have to understand who our God is because the idea is that we are becoming more and more like him. Okay. When I'm 80, I want to have white jet hair, and I want to look just a lot like Jesus. I want to act a lot like Jesus. I want to talk a lot like Jesus. That's the goal. Now, I don't know if we'll get there, but that's the goal in my heart. So three truths. Truth number one is this, that we are made in God's image. So God made us with the ability to talk. Okay, So what does that communicate to us? If God made us with the ability to talk and we're created in God's image, that means this, that God likes to talk. God likes to communicate. And so he gave us the ability to communicate, not to just one another, but to communicate with him because he wants to talk. And he wants to talk to us about our life and our direction and our future. Truth number two is this. Why was God in the garden? Because he wanted to talk. Why do we find God in the garden? You know, obviously, Adam and Eve had sinned, but the Bible says that the God came in the cool of the evening. Why did God come? Because he wanted to spend time with them. He wanted to communicate with them. He wanted to know how the day went. He wanted to have conversation with them. So the Bible is clearly showing us that we have a God that likes to communicate. We have a God that likes to talk. And then the third truth was, why why did we find Jesus away from everybody that morning? Because Jesus is showing us the importance of going and hearing from the Father. That there is something important about spending time with God and hearing his voice and hearing his direction in our lives. Let me walk this out for you, okay? In uh, Luke chapter 7, I was reading the Bible the other day. In Luke chapter 7, um, Jesus comes onto a funeral scene, okay? And there's a young man who has passed away, and the mom, and, and everybody's in this funeral uh, uh, you know, line, and they're, and they're going down the road. And the Bible says in Luke chapter 7 that Jesus saw What was going on? He saw that the young man had died and that his heart was overwhelmed with compassion. And when I was reading the Bible the other day, that word compassion just kind of jumped off the pages for me. And I didn't really know why, but I knew that God was wanting me to hold on to that word. God was wanting me to hold on to that moment. So that probably happened, I think, on Monday. And so last night, I'm, I'm spending some time with Jesus, and I'm just praying, and I'm just trying to hear God's voice. And that word compassion comes back up in my heart. And God starts speaking to me about compassion. And I'm like, God, why is this word compassion? What is going on with this word compassion? What are you trying to say, Lord? What is this word compassion for? And he said, Compassion International. He said, there's a kid that I need you to take care of. So I go on the computer, pull up Compassion International. First thing that pops up is a little girl from the Philippines. She's been on the list for like 700 days trying to get a sponsor. And the Lord said, take care of this need, son. Listen, the Lord wants to communicate with us. And he doesn't always necessarily want to communicate just about our lives. He wants us to hear about other people's lives. There's a little girl in the Philippines that needed me, needed my family, needs my faith, needs my, my resource that God's blessed me and my family with so that we can transfer it to her. But God wants to communicate with us, and he wants to speak to us. He wants to speak to us not just about kids in another country. He wants to speak to us about our job. He wants us to speak to us about our families and our kids and our futures and where we're going and what's happening today. There's purpose in today. There's purpose in every single day and moment you are living your life. But we got to hear from heaven. Um, So we're going to look at some different ways that we communicate and we connect With God. Okay, now I want you, if you can, write these down um, if you can. All right. Uh, Number one is this God promises to answer prayer. Okay. God promises to answer when we talk to Him. Okay. And I'm going to show you this today. All right. Go with me to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew 7. We're going to look at verse 7 through 11. Okay. (laughs) 7-Eleven. <laughs> Verse 7 says this, keep on asking and you'll receive what you ask for. So what is the Bible showing us? We got to ask. Okay? Listen, when you're, a, when you're a kid and you wanted something, did you ever hesitate from asking like a thousand times for something, you know what I mean? Like when I wanted to go to Toys R Us, I made it abundantly clear that I was in the mood to go to Toys R Us, okay? And I'm going to ask and ask and ask until God knows you're going to break down, okay? Because we're going to get to Toys R Us in Jesus' name, All right. But the Bible says, keep on asking, you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you'll find. God's given us keys to how his kingdom works here. Ask and seek. This word seek doesn't mean to flippantly just go, hey, God, if you're up there and you want to do this for me, that would be really cool. We'll, you know, we'll check in you know, a couple days later. Seeking him. If you lose something, how many of you ever lost your keys before? Okay, okay. You know what I mean? You lose your keys, you are going to search the house. You know what I mean? Your house is going to look like a tornado went through after you got done. But you found those keys, right? Because you were seeking. Goes on and say, says this, keep on knocking and the door will be open. Verse 8, everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, receives finds. Anyone who knocks, the door will be open. And then here's the, here's a promise that God gives us in verse nine. You parents, if, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone? Or if they ask for a fish, would you give them a snake? Of course not. So what is the Bible communicating to us? The Bible's communicating that we serve a good God. I I, I mean, we have this picture sometimes that God's not interested in what we're interested in. And it's the absolute reverse. Okay, um, give you an example. Nobody knows this. But for like three years, I have looked at smokers at like Lowe's, okay? Like three years ago, um, I started watching this show called Barbecue Pitmasters, And it was, I was like, wow, if I could just be a pit master someday, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, oh, joy in my heart, you know, make ribs and brisket. And, and I mean, every time I go to Lowe's, I just, you know, happen to walk by the smoker section, you know? And so um, a few months ago, um, we went to somebody's house for dinner. And, uh, and to be honest, like, how many of you have had those moments where like, you really, really want something but then just over time, you're like, yeah, am I going to buy a smoker or new shoes for the kids? Uh, probably new shoes for the kids. Yeah. It was smoker for a hot second, and then it was new shoes for the kids. But then eventually, you just kind of let it go, right? There's things in life. You just go, yeah, you know, that was cool. So we go to somebody's house for dinner, and um, we go out to the garage, and there's a smoker. And I'm like, dude, dude. That is awesome. You know, he's like, yeah, we smoke wings and chicken and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, super cool. He's like, yeah, I'll let you borrow it anytime you want. So I was like, cool, that's, that's awesome. And left and didn't really think anything more about it. Three weeks later, this individual shows up with what? A brand new smoker for me. Brand new smoker for me. And I'm driving home. And the Lord just prompts my heart, and he goes, I want you to remember something. I always care about what you care about. I'm always interested in what you're interested in. Why? Because I'm a good father. I'm a good dad. Okay? And a good dad, look, listen, I, am in, listen, I do not particularly like baseball at all, okay? My son, Ben, plays baseball. I'm interested in baseball right now because Ben's interested in baseball. But if Ben was never interested in baseball, I could care less about baseball, okay? But that's what a good father does. A good father goes, what are my kids interested in? Because I'm interested in what they're interested in. And this is what the Bible's communicating to us. So verse 11, it says this, so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will your heavenly Father give you, give, give you good gifts to whom ask him? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 says this, let's boldly come to the throne of grace of God. And there we will receive mercy and find grace to help us when we need it the most. Look, God is inviting us to spend time with him. God is inviting us to talk with him. God is inviting us to communicate with us so that he can communicate back to us, so he can answer things in our heart. Point number two is this. Why should we pray? What should we pray about? Okay, What should we pray about? Philippians chapter 6, verse 6 through 7, it says this. Don't worry about anything. Has anybody got that down 100%? <laughs> I love, I love the Bible sometimes. Like, yeah, don't worry about anything. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I'm working on that one, you know. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. What should we pray about? Everything. everything. Anything. What, what concerns your heart? What is in your heart? I think we have this picture that God only wants to hear us when we're talking about praying about missionaries or we're praying about, you know, feeding the homeless or we're praying about, you know, um, I don't know, big issues in our life. No, God wants to communicate about all things. God's interested in everything. Why? Because you're a son and a daughter. And when you're a son and a daughter, he's interested in your life. He's interested in the intimate details of your life. He's interested in the things that bother you. He's interested in the things that hurt your heart. He's interested in things that bring you joy and pleasure. God is interested in your life. So he says, guess what? Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. If you would take, let's just do this. If you would take 50% of the time that you tell everybody else what you need in life and change that and told God what you needed, I think you would get a lot more answers from God. Just saying. Tell God what you need. And then here's the key. Thank him for what he's done. Listen, when, when I tell God a need, you know, I don't wake up the next morning and go, hey, God, let's talk about the need again. And then at lunchtime, talk about the need again. And then talk about it at dinnertime again. And then talk about it when I go to bed again. Why? Because I'm giving it to him. And now, because I know that he's a good father and I trust him and he's a good dad, I give it to him. And now what do I do? I just thank him for it. You know, this morning when I was driving to church, you know what I was doing? I was thanking God that my wife's ear is completely healed. I believe it. I absolutely believe it. I'm not asking God to do something that I know He's already done. I'm not asking God to hear my prayer again. I know that He's heard my prayer. I know He's a good God. I know what the Bible says about healing that everyone who was sick and possessed and bothered by the enemy was healed by Jesus Christ. So I know what the word is. So now what do I do? I just thank Him for who he is. I thank him for what he's already done because I know there'll be a day. There's a day coming where I'm going to get a phone call and I I promise you, I'm not just saying this to be spiritual right now, okay? Okay? When Jess calls me, there's an anticipation in my heart that she's calling me to tell me that she can hear again. I promise you. Every time my phone rings and it's my wife or I miss it, I think, It's her calling to tell me that she can hear again. That's how much I believe it. And I know we'll see it. So we just thank God for it. We just praise him for it. And then verse 7, it says this, you will experience God's peace. If you're lacking peace in your heart, it's because you're not releasing stuff to God. If you're having trouble not finding peace in your soul, it's because you are holding on to things. And you're not letting God have them. Because when I let God have them, guess what happens? I trade my anxiety and fear for peace. It's like a a trade-off. And I receive peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. I'll never forget. Remember when we went to dinner, John? John Devore told me the cra- if you ever want to hear a crazy story about how God works, just sit down with John and Becky Devore and ask them about their house, and about how many times they thought that something tragically was going to go on with their house and they were going to lose their house, but they never lost the house, and God was faithful, and God exceeded them, and God has blessed them. Amen. Amen. Listen. You, you, you take something in the natural and you go, I have no idea how this is going to work out. And you give it to God, and he gives you what? Peace in return. And you go, yep, I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's going to work out. Because God is faithful. And his peace will guard your heart and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Last point is this. You got to stand in faith in prayer, Okay. Last point is you got to stand in faith in prayer, Come, James chapter 1, verse 2 through 8 says, Dear brothers and sisters, when trouble of any kind comes your way, consider it an opportunity for joy. (laughs) Can we just all laugh for a second, you know what I mean? I mean, does anybody... See trouble coming your way and go, Oh, thank you, Jesus. I praise you, God, for this trouble that has come my way today. It's, what a different perspective. Consider it an opportunity for great joy. Consider it an opportunity to see God move. Consider it an opportunity to see the faithfulness of your God. Consider it an opportunity to praise God even though you don't want to praise God. Consider it. Verse 3, it says this. For you know when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So there's going to be times that your faith is going to be tested and that's a growth period verse 4 so let it grow when your endurance is fully developed you will be perfect and complete and needing nothing why because I'm strong in the Lord I have confidence in him I'm okay in his season in his timings and his plans and his purposes and what he's doing Verse 5, if you need wisdom, ask generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking it. But when you ask him, be sure your faith in God alone. Do not waver like the person who is divided with their loyalties, unsettled as the waves of the sea, as they blow and toss by the wind. So the Bible is saying this, when you come to the Lord, come to him in faith. Come to him in faith. Knowing what you want in life. I'll give you an example. Um, this was, I think, six, seven years ago. Now we were we were um, leaving Kalamazoo, and we were going to work uh, for Pastor Pat. And Pastor Pat. Asked me a question. It was the first time I'd ever had this question asked to me in my life. And he said, Jeff, I said, he said, I need to know what you guys need to make um, as you come and work for me. And I was just kind of floored. I was like, well, I was like, Pastor, don't you tell me what I need to make? Like, don't you, you know, make that decision? And he said, well, you know, um, yes, but I want to know what, what you guys need. I said, well, pastor, just let me, let me talk to Jess. Let me pray about it. Let, let me come to you. And so um, I'll, I'll never forget this one night. I was praying, and I was just being, like, real sheepish with the Lord. You ever act like that with the Lord sometimes? You just come, and you're like, oh, great God in heaven, if you would just be so kind to me. You know what I mean? Like, you just come real sheepish to him. And I was like, I was like Lord, um, you know, Lord, this is what I think we need to make. And the Lord was like, you're lying. And I was like, what do you mean I'm lying? He goes, no, that's not what's in your heart. That's not really what's in your heart. He was like, tell me what is really in your heart. And so I told him what was really in my heart, and the Lord was like, yep, that's it. What was the Lord showing me there? He was showing me, come in faith. Come to him in faith. Stand in faith for what you need. Listen, God is not intimidated by what you need, nor is he intimidated by what you want in life either. As long as you are a conduit of the blessing of God, blessed to be a blessing, he is not intimidated by that for a second. But what he does not like is when we come to him sheepishly begging him when he's a good God and we know that he's a good God. He wants us to come to him in faith and stand in faith and not allow just like the waves of the ocean that will toss you to the left and toss you to the right. Don't allow your opinion to change by what somebody else has to say. Let your opinions be rooted and grounded in the word of God so that you can stand in faith and go, God, no, this is what I want. This is what I'm standing for. This is what I'm trusting you for. And as long as it's according to the word of God, okay, I'm not telling you to stand in faith. I remember somebody told me one time, they're like, I'm just believing for the winning lotto numbers. I know God's going to give it to me. I'm like, well, you keep believing for that, but I don't think God's going to give them to you, okay? I don't think that's biblical, but as long as it's biblical, as long as it's rooted in the word of God, then you stand your ground. Stand in faith. Stand for what you believe. The team, you guys can come up. We're going to end this way today. We're going to end a little bit different. The Lord put something in my heart. Not the, I don't need the whole team. I don't need the whole team. I just need, yeah, I don't even need you, Brett. You're good. You, you can say. You're good. Give it up. Give it up for Adam. He's just such a servant-hearted Oh, just such a great, great, great guy. In Hebrews, uh, Hebrews chapter ten, uh, verse thirty-five through thirty-nine says this: "So do not throw away your this confidence, trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings." Verse 36, patiently endure, patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to grow in God's will. And then you'll receive all that he has promised. For just in a little while, he will come. Verse 38, this is the key. Verse 38, and my righteous ones will live by faith. My righteous ones will live by faith. Something I think we've heard all day in these scriptures is this undertone line of endurance. Strength. We've been talking a lot about it the last few weeks. And and I was looking at that scripture last night, and the Lord just prompted my heart. He said... There's some people I wanna pray strength and in life into. Strength in life. Endurance for the long haul. Does that make sense? Not to, not to make it to next Sunday, or not to make it to next year, or not to make it a couple years from now, but to make the long haul, the journey, to that day where Jesus comes back or the day that you go and see Jesus. There's a difference between those things, okay? There's a lot of people that burn out. There's a lot of people that flake out. There's a lot of people that lose their faith. They lose their confidence. There's a lot of people that just, they don't make the long haul journey. So the Lord just spoke to my heart and he said, I wanna do two things, okay? Number one is this. If you are under probably the age of 30, I wanna pray for you today. You are in a fight. You are in a serious fight for the long haul journey in the world and the culture and the society that we live in. And then the other end of it is this if you've been saved or you've just recently given your life back to the Lord over, you know, maybe the last, you know, couple years, I want to pray for you for endurance to trust the Lord. Endurance to stand your ground, endurance to walk in faith, endurance so that you will make it in the name of the Lord. Amen? So I want to do this. Um, Everybody stand up with me. Everybody stand up with me. Um, uh, Brenda Chenoweth, will you come down here real quick? Bill, will you come down here? And uh, I'm going to come down. Uh, This is what we're going to do. If you're under the age of 30, we want you just to come down. We're going to, I'm going to close out service because I want to spend some time. The Bible talks about laying on of hands, and there's a transfer, okay? We're transferring uh, grace. We're transferring faith. We're transferring anointings, okay? And so I want to take some time this morning to be able to do that, okay? So if you're under the age of 30, if that's cool, if you'll just, Kind of chill out up here. We want to pray over you. And then if you also, like I said, have given your life to the Lord in just the last few years, we want to pray over you, okay? And it's just a transferring of grace and strength and confidence, okay, that God's given us to give to you to make it through the journey, Amen? And so this, here's the deal. If we can just keep this room just kind of like quiet and just, if you want to talk, go out in the lobby, go out into the foyer, go outside. But I just want to keep this place an atmosphere where God's presence can move and we can just pray. And if you want to stay in here and pray and agree with us, and that would be awesome. Is that okay? Is that cool? Awesome. All right, come on. Let's throw our hands up. Come on. Let's just worship the Lord today. Father, we praise you. We praise you. We glorify you. We thank you that you're a good, good father that we can trust 100% with our lives and our future. And we thank you, God, for the transfer when we lay our hands upon people. God, I thank you that we're transferring heaven. We're transferring grace. We're transferring strength. We're transferring life. And so I pray in the name of Jesus as we lay hands upon people today, I pray in the name of Jesus that a new level of grace, a new level of strength, a new level of confidence, a new level of understanding, a new level of wisdom would fall upon them in the name of Jesus. And that you, Father, would start revealing truth, that you would start revealing, understanding, things, questions that they've had in their heart would be revealed by the Spirit today in Jesus' name. That they would walk out different, different in their soul, different in their thinking, different in their views of life in Jesus' name. Father, we praise you. We praise you and we glorify you. And we agree on this in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen. If you're, so if you're young or if, you want, if you've want, you been young in your faith, I just want you to come on up here. Just make a line. Just make a line, okay? Just make a line. Everybody else, if you want to stick around, you can. If you want to go, you're dismissed. We love you, but we're going to pray over you. Just make a line, and we're just going to lay hands upon you. Yeah, just go on down. And Brenda, Bill me we're just going to come by we're going to lay our hands upon you and we're going to speak life into you pray wisdom into you today in jesus name yeah just let's go